We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in to Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Joe, not here. He'll be here uh, later on this afternoon. Just just the Beamaz. Just uh, Brian here with you for much of this week. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. Not too bad outside. <laughs> um... We're uh, kind of talking a little bit about uh, what's going on. Our first uh, thing in the news is how we're dealing with the new mandates from Erie County. It's been about a week in. And more and more, we're seeing businesses go proof of vaccination over requiring masks inside. Here uh, with us for the first time in a long time, Amy Buemi, owner of Catalyst Fitness. Amy, thanks so much for being with us. Hey, thanks for giving me a chance to talk to everybody. Um, I, I want to kind of go back to last week around this time when you heard about the mask mandate returning, keeping in mind that the FCC is listening. What was going through your head? <laughs> um, what was going through my head was, here we go again. Um, the lack of commitment, the lack of leadership, just Western New York again, uh, just really disappointing. It's been so tough being a small business owner. And as you drive around Western New York, there's a lot of, you know, empty buildings, a lot of help wanted, a lot of, you know, people struggling. And, you know, you're trying to get back on your feet. The holiday season is coming. I had to make a decision. How much money do I invest for Black Friday specials? You have restaurants and bars that are trying to gear up to get help for the holiday season so people can go out, be together, and they can try to rebuild and gain some of the money that they had lost. And right before the holiday season, he comes out with a mask mandate again. So, again, this is scaring the, you know, what what is going on? Do I go out? Do I not go out? Should I take care of myself? I'm already stressed mentally and physically, you know, now I have to wear a mask. I don't know if I want to go to the gym. So just all of this frustration going through my head yet again. I'm, you know, just kind of thinking of my own experience. I go to the gym, you know, pretty frequently. And, you know, we were told time and time again that uh, gyms could be a problem. Then we saw them reopen. 
We saw them reopen uh, without masks for the last several months. And, you know, I have no way of knowing uh, the impact, right, just by being in there. But what I can say from going, you know, uh, throughout the week, four or five times a week, uh, you know, every single day, I'm seeing the same faces that I normally do. I'm not really noticing any problems. I'm not being notified that, oh, I might have been in contact with somebody who tested positive. I, You know, there's no... A panic ever in the gym. It seems like everything has gone about pretty smoothly in those settings. Uh, up until last week, how has it been going for you? So just because the mandate mask, you know, came off, we still continued as a business. There still is this pandemic going on and awareness and respect for our members. So we still have updated our Remy Halos. We've updated our filters for the HVAC unit uh, to filter out the air. We continue to have the spray bottles and the cleaning, um, which which has been very, very hard on us because trying to find help and keep that 24-hour around the clock of what we're open, you know, being cleaned, keeping the social distancing. And our members have been respectful of all of that because they know if we just stop and say, okay, everything's back to normal, this is where we could be. However, we, you know, do what we're supposed to do, and now here we are. So it's, it's, it is just very frustrating and, you know, trying to get, like I said a, a thousand times, being a small business owner right now and trying to survive is really hard. So masks get brought up again last week. Uh, what did you hear from your members in the immediate aftermath of that? Because I can tell from personally speaking, I mean, the working out in a mask, it was never fun. You know, you try out a bunch of them. It just never really worked out. You didn't like breathing it. You're sweating in it. Uh, no matter what I tried, it, <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience. What were your members saying? You know, so I have I have a whole bunch of groups. I had a mem- I have a whole group that says, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous. Why did we get vaccinated? This was supposed to be one of the perks, if not to have to wear a mask. Then it, you know, you have the group that says, why am I constantly being told what to do? Get vaccinated, wear a mask. You know, I should be able to choose for myself. Um, then you just have a group that is quiet. And doesn't say much, but they are mad or they're emailing us individually, you know, with their concerns. And, you know, with having 50, 60,000 members that you're trying to make happy, I have to sit there at night and again, lay in bed sleepless of how can I make this work and how can I make the most amount of my members happy, you know, on, on all ends. And you came up with... I think it's a unique solution. You're trying to kind of please both sides of the coin, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. So I I figured if I could take my biggest facility, which was Maple, and I could say vaccination only, you show proof of vaccination, your license, we can then put it in in your name in the computer so you don't have to have it every time. You can come in and you can work out with no mask. And being the biggest facility, I have, you know, even spread out, I have a lot of room. So anybody from my other facilities, anyone from other clubs that want to come over and have no mask, that are vaccinated, 
you're welcome. Now, my other six facilities, I'm going to keep the mask on um, and follow the mandate, and I'm going to see how this goes and go from there. But I want to be able to give people that are vaccinated to have a chance not to wear a mask and people that don't want to talk about it or aren't vaccinated, they wear a mask, but I still want them to, you know, to stay, stay healthy and be able to keep their fitness routine up. So it's, you can do either or with your business, but you kind of have the luxury of it. And, you know, it's a luxury through working to expand a catalyst over the years. But with a bunch of locations, you're able to kind of do that. I, you have to be one of the only people in that position to offer both. Um, I, for large facilities, yes, I have reached out and talked to some, some of the smaller studios. And they are trying to do just vaccinated classes with no masks and then regular classes with a mask. So I think some of them are going to try to implement that to also be able to give a choice, which is nice. Um, And some of the smaller studios, they have the ability to talk one-on-one with members when when you have a a smaller membership base. But I can't talk to 60, 65,000 people in, in, in every day and, and deal with, you know, everyone's comments. I'm trying my best. I have my managers trying. But I just felt that this way would really be able to be a good solution right now to be able to keep everybody to, to go work out because it's so because the holidays are stressful, the pandemic, the new variant, all of this. Now the mask mandate, what does it do? And it's so important to mentally and physically still take care of yourself. So I know I will not make 100% of my members happy, but I can get a large majority of this way, you know, happy. And if you are a single club membership with Maple, you are able to go to any six locations um, and use those clubs. So I'm really trying to give a lot of different options. Talking with Amy Buemi, who is owner of Catalyst Fitness here on WBEN, Uh, she's kind of doing something different, right? Businesses all over Erie County are forced with uh, making the decision, for the most part, whether you're going to be 100% masked inside or 100% vaccinated inside. And things might change in the very near future, but that's where we are Right now, uh, they're making the decision to create one location that's vaccine only. The other locations, you can go in, but you have to wear a mask because of the county law. What's been the response so far? Is it too soon to kind of uh, gauge that? But what is the response that you've gotten? Um, So far, uh, you know, as we sent out the emails, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Yes, we have, you know, gotten, well, I joined Maple. Why are you forcing me to go somewhere else? And it's not a force. I'm just trying to give them a decision. If that they are not vaccinated, that was their decision. But I'm also giving them six other facilities to work out in if they're not vaccinated or if they just choose that they don't want to be a part of Maple right now, they can use six other locations. Um, but it has been very positive. A lot of emails of thank you for doing this. Um, I was, you know, I've been very um, leery of coming, but now that you're, you've made your one facility all vaccinations, I can now come back to the gym. So it's, again, it, it will be a little bit back and forth, but today is the first day that it's going into full effect. 
So um, maybe we could speak again in a couple of days and I'll either be, you know, good or crying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last time we were speaking with you kind of on a regular basis was maybe around this time last year where there was another shutdown in effect. There was a lot of talk about lawsuits that were going on. I Would it come to that point for you again, challenging this in court, if this did move to everywhere vaccination only? Because, I mean, who knows? We could hear later this week that they decide to go that route or, or next week or sometime. Um, so definitely with the Fitness Alliance, we have gotten into a better space with being heard a little bit. Now, definitely restaurants um, and stores, they have more of a voice and a presence than we do. Um, we definitely moved up on the chain, which is like the bottom of the barrel. But restaurants and, and, and local stores have had a very good voice. And they are actually, we've been working with them to say, hey, you know, can we please have some input of not being shut down again? Even if we could just have, you know, some different options, all we're really, we, we really are worried about is being shut down. Um, I, I can't, you know, go and speak for, I would like to not have the, all of the mask mandates, but the most important thing is for no small business to be shut down anymore because it just completely is so disruptive with staff and help and, you know, trying to stay open. So that's I, I, honestly is, is my only main concern is just please, you know, do not shut our doors again. You know, I'm wondering, uh, have you ever gotten back up to, you know, like 2019 levels of membership and interest? Um, absolutely not. We have we have not. We've tried to gain some momentum and, you know, we've seen some new members. We've tried to run some deals to get old members back. Um, you know, we were very excited, like I a little while earlier in the conversation um, last year, we went full on, invested thousands of dollars in our Black Friday special, and he shut us down. Um, this year, very concerned again, but thought, hey, you know, we seem to be on a good track. But I only did half of my budget. And thank goodness, because right as I started to advertise, boom, mask mandate. So all of my the, the memberships that were coming in had stopped some uh i had a couple freezes and not a lot of cancellations because i think they wanted to see maybe where it would go but again the numbers not even hitting maybe half of what i had done at 2019 so it's just really really disheartening for all small businesses of of how we can regain you know what we had lost and and being able to move forward and, you know, with all of this back and forth and this, you know, crazy leadership, you wonder why people are closing up business and moving to Florida. Well, Amy, I wish you the best of luck. And, you know, congratulations, at least on trying to find a way to get everybody still uh, able to be involved one way or the other. Amy Blummy, owner of Catalyst Fitness, has been joining us uh, this hour on WBEN. Again, thanks a lot for the time this morning. Uh, you know, your thoughts on some of this. If you have to make a choice, and in many cases you do, if you have to make a choice, 
you know, you, you go to Amy's gym or you go somewhere. You're running a business. What do you do? Do you go vaccination only? Or do you go masks? If you're walking somewhere, does it make a difference to you? If, you know, you're standing in front of two gyms, two restaurants that are, you know, serving the same food. And one says, you have to show me proof of vaccination to get in. The other says, you have to, you know, follow this mask rule. Which do you choose? Is there a preference there of some kind? I'd be interested to know. 803-0930. Give me a call or send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board to, you know, kind of uh, take a look at which of these is. You can't say neither. Because if you are, you know, Amy Buemi, who we just spoke with right there, if you are one of these business owners, you really don't have that option. I mean, you do, but you could be fined. I mean, who knows how uh, hard they would go after you at the end of the day. So assuming you can't choose neither, which one would you rather do? Let me know, 803-0930. Let's uh, take a call before the break. Julie in Williamsville. Julie, you're on WBEN. How's it going today? Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, first of all, I, I'd just like to say that I'm, I'm not in favor of the mandate, um, but also would like to know, um, and it's admirable that um, Amy is doing, you know, offering her customers some options, but um, not sure where the logic is because vaccinated and unvaccinated can get and spread COVID, according to the science, um, just the same. So vaccinated only with no masks um, might not be any safer than unvaccinated with no masks. So I'm just wondering where that logic is coming from. All right, Julie, I'm going to try and answer your question. Uh, be sure to turn up your radio. i got to drop you from the line to open it up. But uh, we'll first start off with this. You say, and this is a common misconception. And in part, it's done because we've done such a poor job, or everyone who stands behind a podium, I think, has done such a poor job at communicating some of these things. I mean, it's outlined right here. You know, I, I have up the emergency order that was sent to all these businesses by the county. And it does say right on the first page, the Centers for Disease Control currently recommends wearing masks or cloth face coverings for both non-vaccinated and fully vaccinated individuals based on evidence indicating that fully vaccinated individuals infected with the Delta variant of COVID-19 after vaccination are contagious and able to spread the virus to others. Now, there's nothing false about that statement. To say that they can spread it the same as people who are not vaccinated that has not been proven true. So, what? but what we've done with our messaging, right, and why it can be so confusing is because we have this idea that's been pushed out there for months and months and months that, oh, get vaccinated, you're fine, and your, your vaccination is helping everybody else. You can't spread the virus. No, that's not true either. What is true is somewhere in between. If you are vaccinated, you do get infected, you can spread the virus. You can't spread it as much as somebody who doesn't have protection from vaccination or a prior infection. But you can spread it more than somebody who is not protected at all. 
That nuance <laughs> was completely absent for months and months and months. So now we see that that I just read. It's on the emergency order. And you go around saying, well, everyone can spread the virus just the same. What's the point? Their logic, they were asked about this yesterday, at least the county executive was, was that, well, we don't want to, this is his words, we don't want to punish people for getting vaccinated. I still think you're going down the road of being illogical. I still think you're going down the road of people having the question. We did this last week, right at the very end of that exact same. It's only three pages. It's not like you're, you're sifting through all these things and finding like one contradiction in there. So right at the end of it, we order that any business entity operator owner who voluntarily implements a 100% vaccination requirement for entry into their facility shall be exempt from the masking requirements. So to have those two statements in the same, I, I see how everybody looks at that and says, well, wait, wait a second. You're trying to stop the spread of COVID. But you're saying that vaccinated people can spread COVID. And you're saying masks stop that. But then you're also saying the vaccinated businesses don't need to wear masks and can pack them in whenever. <laughs> and then you're saying, well, even if you are 100% vaccinated, maybe uh, in three and four, we're still going to shut you down or limit your capacity. So none of it, there's no clear, it's like a bunch of bullet points on a, a, a sheet with no line, you know, really connecting them. I, this is why it's so confusing and doesn't make sense for so many people. I will dig into this a little bit more. I want to hear from you, 8030930. If you have to make that choice, you walk into somewhere, you have to show them proof of your vaccine. You walk into somewhere and everyone's invited, but you have to, you know, follow, you have to wear a mask from your table to your bathroom. Which do you prefer? BMS and Beamer. We'll be right back here on WBEM. It's BMAS and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Back here, just Brian with you again today. And, um, you know, before we get back into it and all the depressing news, how about this little factoid? Did you know that, you know, Ben Stiller had a birthday the other day? He is now the same age as Robert De Niro was when they made Meet the Parents. So if you did the same movie today, Ben Stiller would be Robert De Niro's age. You can make the same movie, just flip it around. And I have no doubt they will. Because every movie's a remake of something nowadays. <laughs> I thought that was a little funny, strange. Anyways, back to the depressing stuff, uh, COVID. <laughs> uh, you know, we were uh, having a conversation. We spoke with Amy Boemi earlier uh, on these new mandates. I, th there is so much confusion around there, and we'll get into that. But uh, what she is trying to do, because she's under uh, a mandate or else she'll get fined. She might get shut down. It's what the government is telling her she has to do to stay in business. So she's made one of her gym locations vaccine only where you don't have to wear a mask if that's what you would prefer. Her other gym locations, you have to wear a mask, but you don't have to show proof of vaccination. I want to know which would you rather do? You're faced with that choice. Which is better for you? Somebody who's chiming in, 803-0930, if you want to weigh in. Somebody on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board says, 
I would go to the less restrictive business every time. Okay. But what exactly is the less restrictive business? <laughs> I think that's up for debate. I mean, is do you feel that the less restrictive business is the one that asks you to show proof of vaccination on your way in? Or is it the one that doesn't but forces you to wear a mask while walking around? I don't know. I think for some people it's a tough question. Another person saying, if we get to phase two, do we still need to wear a mask per phase one? Businesses can opt to allow fully vaccinated only with no mask. I don't think we have a clear answer to that. I think that's part of the problem with the situation that we're all in. Let's go to uh, Tim. Tim is in Hamburg. Now you're on WBEN. Thanks for listening, Tim. What's on your mind? I, I think that they're getting the word vaccination and immunization mixed up. Because if you were immunized for measles and you got into a group of people that had the measles, would you catch the measles? It is a different, I, I mean, you could say the same thing about the flu, Right, Tim? I, I'm, but you'd have a different answer. You're, you're exactly right. And, and basically, you have to go under the same premise that this is acting as exactly like the flu. Only thing is, it's more deadly because the odds of you possibly dying from it are greater than the flu. So consequently, everything else, the parameters are the same. The government, I think, kind of goofed up when they let the, polit- the, the medical family goof, goofed up when they let the politicians get involved. Because if your car's broke, you go, or if you're, if you're feeling sick, you go to a doctor. You don't go to your plumber. These people don't know what they're talking about. You have to talk to the medical field. And, and they're getting things mixed up. When I was in the service, we used to get immunizations for smallpox, et cetera. So if we got into an area where it was there, we didn't have to worry about catching it anymore. So consequently, with this COVID, whether you have the shots or don't have the shots, your ability to catch the COVID remain the same. The only difference is if you have the shot, your odds of getting terribly sick are less. Well, Tim, let me pose you the question, the great unanswered question that I'm still waiting for, that I think if we address this, I think there's a fear amongst politicians, amongst you know some of the top medical voices that we keep hearing from all the time. I think there's a fear to answer this question, but it needs to be answered in order to go forward. And that is, what are we expecting the vaccine to do? And what is the goal? Is it to prevent hospitalization and death in most people? Or is it to be something that means you never get COVID and spread it, which I guess would mean a booster every three months. That seems uh, unlikely to say the least even even with the booster they still say after you gotten the two shots and the booster your the possibilities of you catching covid are still there they haven't gone away because it's not like where they're eradicating the disease like they did with smallpox years ago they eradicated the disease they haven't been able to do that with this because it's a different character and, and they haven't found out how to do that yet. So consequently, even though you have the shots, you're still susceptible to getting it. It doesn't go away. So consequently, the only thing an individual should do is say, okay, I'm going to go get the shots. But I understand that if I do catch it, I'm not going to get as sick. So the only way to protect myself is to take and isolate myself from other people, whether it's distance or hopefully wearing a mask or something like that. 
to try to use some other preventive measures so you don't you don't get sick. Hey, Tim, I appreciate the call. Thank you. I I want to maybe we should zero in on this because I, I like to look at this through data. It's confusing. Maybe it's because these numbers are, are not really explained well. I'll take them right from the state's numbers. Okay, we go back to May when people were first getting vaccinated, when your your blood is pumping full of that Pfizer juice, right? Or, you know, whatever it is you got. Your fully vaccinated rate per 100,000 was 1.6 compared to the unvaccinated rate per 100,000, 20.5, which would account for an age-adjusted estimated vaccine effectiveness of 92% of preventing against getting it, against testing positive. So while you can still get it while being vaccinated, it was very rare. Now they say the effectiveness has waned. So where are we now? As of November, I'm looking at this, same chart, same numbers. Fully vaccinated daily rate per 100,000, 11.5. So that's gone up from 1.6 to 11.5. Now, so has the unvaccinated daily rate because the cases has gone up. That's gone up to 54.5. But that brings the age-adjusted estimated vaccine effectiveness. This is all very boring, I know. But that brings the (laughs) estimated vaccine effectiveness against you catching COVID to... Under 80%. It's about 78%, which is not 100%. You know, it's not the bill of goods that was being sold early on, right? It is pretty good. But you can still get it. You can still spread it. You're not going to get it and spread it at the same rate as unvaccinated, but you're not at 100%, which everyone was saying early on, uh, and, you know, which was the, uh, I guess, basis for outlawing anyone unvaccinated from doing certain jobs. Now, what the vaccine does do and has not changed is when it comes to being hospitalized, you go back to May, the estimated vaccine effectiveness against hospitalization was 94%. It is 94% every week from May until the beginning of November. That has not changed. So if we go back to our big question, what do we need? What is the vaccine supposed to do? If we are looking for something to prevent hospitalization and death in most people, we already have it. It's there. You're good. If it is to be something that means you never spread COVID, never get COVID, never get the sniffles, you are probably going to need a booster like every three months. We haven't answered the question of what we're hoping the vaccine can do. And because we haven't answered that question, now we're going down this road of, well, what? when do we shut down businesses? I We're going to have vaccine only. Well, if you have vaccine only with the current data, you're not really stopping the spread in those places. You're just saying that everybody who gets COVID in, say, uh, Highmark Stadium at the Bills game or, you know, one of these fully vaccinated bars or gyms, you're basically just saying, well, everyone who gets COVID is 
probably going to be okay, 94% against uh, having it severe where they end up in the hospital. Uh, we're seeing almost exactly the same type of spike in our area as we did this time last year, despite 70% of everyone being vaccinated, including 80% of people over 18. And I think if you take all this without answering that first question, when all you hear is get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated to stop the spread, and most people are vaccinated, and we hear nothing about, hey, you know, there's going to be COVID seasons. The hope is the impact is less great every year. The hope is that Omicron happens and then, you know, the next one happens and they all make you less sick, right, as time goes on because we are going to have to live with this. I Just when I read the emergency order that's sent to businesses from the county, it surprises me not that people have more questions than answers and there isn't really you know are we trying to stop the spread are we strictly trying to stop hospitalizations and by the way you know we talk about hospitalization hospitalization when does the finger stop being pointed at us to end hospitalizations and start being pointed at hey capacity if we are going to have COVID seasons and COVID is going to be with us, should there not be a concerted effort to increase hospital capacity, which hasn't happened? Capacity has decreased over the course of the year. Whether that's because of a vaccination mandate, other staffing issues, closing down, you know, COVID-only centers. Where did the ship go in the harbor in New York? You know, capacity has decreased in the last year. So I don't know. We have all these unanswered questions that just kind of linger out there and create a lot of this confusion. And that out of that confusion comes anger. Because it is only sensible that you get angry at people for telling you you have to do something without giving you the full reasoning and explanation. And, and, you know, we sit there for hours and listen to these briefings. And and you get some explanation, I guess. But you don't really get the full explanation. You don't really get the full idea. You know, why is it that you can say in the same document, vaccinated people can spread the virus, yet vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask inside of a building? I mean, that's an answer that the people want that's an answer that if given and if it's a good answer to the question maybe there would be a little bit more understanding about some of these mandates deborah in buffalo thanks for waiting on hold you're on wben how's it going today good how are you doing not bad i just wanted to make a comment um you know i tend to look at what's going on in uh in the the united kingdom for my uh, information gathering, because there's so much going on in the U.S. that's skewing our numbers. For instance, we don't we don't count um, breakthrough cases if you're not hospitalized. So it's very difficult to know exactly how many vaccinated people are getting COVID. There was a study that just came out in the U.K.'s Lancet um, on December 1st that actually refutes um, the discussion that you were having that 
the vaccinated are not spreading it at the same rate as the unvaccinated. Um, and actually, in this in this great study, um, it's actually just the opposite that the that the vaccinated are actually spreading it um, at the same rate and more. Um, than the unvaccinated, and that as time goes on, more vaccinated people are actually becoming ill. Um, so it's it's a great study. I would recommend you you look at it. It's called the epidemiological Reve- relevance of the COVID nineteen vaccinated population is increasing, and it was published on November nineteenth, and um, it, it it's really quite interesting. And the recommendation uh, after this study is that basically decision makers should assume that the vaccinated can be, um, or that currently decision makers are assuming the vaccinated can be excluded as a source of transmission, but this appears to be grossly negligent to ignore the vaccinated population. So, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Deborah, but here's the question. If that is true, so if we take that study, and, you know, I'm always leery, I'll read that, by the way, within the next 24 hours, that's my promise to you. Uh, you can take you can find a study that will back up almost anything. You know, I, I found that out in the last two years. But if say we take this at its word. So what do you do going forward? Right. I, I mean, that's the question that is not answered. If that is 100 percent true, what should the decision be going forward? Right. I, I, that is the question, because as a result of this study, the UK is now reducing the interval to give the booster by every three months which it's not working. I mean, even now we have people in the hospital who got their booster who are now in the hospital with COVID. The boosters aren't helping either. Um, so I really, I think, I think our, our CDC needs to get together with the FDA and figure out what they are going to do because these, are, these vaccines are not the answer. They're not working. Uh, Deborah, appreciate the call. I, there's, you have to take everything with a grain of salt, right, too? What, if you had a – if you're vaccinated and you got the booster and you're 95 and you end up in the hospital, I, are we – am I going to say because of that that the booster doesn't give you a benefit? I Like, that seems weird to me. On the other hand, you know, how hard is it to – say whether or not you can spread COVID. I, you know, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm also on the younger side. I still like to think below 35. That's where we're keeping the younger side for right now. But I, maybe I had COVID and didn't even know it or, or didn't realize it. And maybe I spread it. I, I don't know. I mean, there's how many cases of that happen? How many people have had COVID and not even realized it? Probably a number in the millions across the world. So all of these studies, that's why I say you can find a study that backs up almost anything. And you can find something that contradicts what Deborah says. I, I like to take it all in. And I do like to look at these numbers. I do think it's a fairly accurate number, although I do wish it was more uh, broken down even further by age plus vaccination status plus, you know, this and that, weight and everything in between. But I do think the one number you can count on is the one that I've been uh, giving that I bored you all with earlier, and that is that, you know, age-adjusted vaccine effectiveness of hospitalizations. When you see a bunch of people in the hospital and X percent are vaccinated, I mean, that's, you know, that's a, a real number that you can 
kind of keep with you. I don't know. I wanted to talk about Chris Cuomo today. That seemed way funnier to me. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, you get rolling on this. Uh, By the way, if you missed earlier, Dr. Simone Wilds joined us. I thought thought it was an interesting chat. You know, I always, we have doctors on every day. They're all very smart people. I ask them the same questions every day for the last month. I ask them that question, right? I mean, what what do we want the vaccine to do? Hospitalizations are a problem. I, I mean, is this my job? Or, I mean, should it be the job of the nation, the job of the community, the job of the hospital systems to build up their capacity to deal with this? And, you know, more questions along those lines. I asked him of uh, Dr. Wilds. I thought it was an interesting interview. You can give that a listen in the podcast tab over at WBEN.com. We'll take one more. We'll go to Tracy in Williamsville. Tracy, you're on WBEN. We're going to squeeze you in before the end of the show. What's on your mind? All right. I'll try to talk fast. Good morning. I wanted to say something and maybe as a special message to the gym owner, manager, whoever you had on earlier, is that... I recently had my antibody levels checked. I am unvaccinated. My antibody levels are sky high. The lab range is less than 50, would be normal, minus 4,000. And I have antibodies to both the spike protein and the nucleocapsid. So I am Wonder Woman. I am better than any vaccinated person walking the street. So instead of asking for a vaccine card, which is meaningless because there are people with vaccines that are more than three to six months old, meaning they're no longer immunized. There are people who do not even really respond to the vaccine with an antibody response. This is all a pony show. I challenge that gym owner to recognize natural immunity. You let me come in. I will bring my lab slip and I will show you that I am immunized. Okay, Tracy, here is the problem. That's not, this is a fight to pick with the people who make the rules, not the person who the rule is imposed upon, right? I, I'm sure if you poll gym owners, uh, you know, 50% at least would say, yeah, sure, absolutely, we would do that. I mean, 100% of them were not taking anything. You could walk into the business and you were absolutely fine. What she is facing now, and Tracy, thank you for the call, by the way. Thanks for listening. What she is facing now is the government telling her, listen, if you don't do this, we're going to fine you huge sums of money, money that you don't have because you haven't had the business in the last couple of years, or we could shut down your business. So let's not, I I guess if there's one thing to close on, let's not put that on the business owner. All right, let's try to not put all of this on the person charged with enforcing this, which is the people who own bars, who own restaurants, who own retail stores, who own gyms, and everything in between, because they don't want to be in this situation. The choices they make are the choices they have to make in order to stay alive. All right, so I don't want to put... Anything like that on them. I, Amy, we had on earlier. If you missed it, we'll uh, throw it up on the podcast section in just a little bit. But uh, she's doing the best 
she can <laughs> in uh, making this work with the rules she's forced to operate under. And it's a, a nice compromise. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of places aren't able to do the same thing. I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe we will talk about Chris Cuomo. Lighten up the mood <laughs> a little bit. Uh, BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.